Hey, Thinking Out Loud listeners, the new season drops this Tuesday, September 7th, and runs through the week of Thanksgiving. Here's a sampling of what's in store. I'm really excited for that. I'm really honored that we're in that space. And I just think the next 20 years of the church is going to be really built on the back of what we've learned and what church people have learned over the course of this last year, for sure. And that was the biggest transformation in my marriage was God telling me, I'm changing you, I'm not changing him. It's not your job to change him. I will I will work on his heart. And in the meantime, um, let's look inside your own. <laughs> like you've got a lot of issues you need to deal with. You know, when I started working on myself was when my marriage, you know, when my marriage blossomed really and became sort of better than I ever thought it could be because I stopped trying to change him and I let God change me. <laughs> However you felt about masks, you could have gone to a church that made you feel better than we made you feel. But I think for those who chose to be frustrated and to stay, that we will be better because of that. Mm, I agree a thousand percent. And I love the examples you brought up. Mm, that's good. That, you described that perfectly. That's much better than what I just said. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think, I think being on a podcast with you is going to get me in trouble, Dave. Sorry about that. That's my home phone ringing. Now y'all, now y'all all know that I'm the weird one who still has a landline. I want to make space for people to ask questions and to to believe differently and even to believe wrong fully. <laughs> you know, like if if the goal of the church is to be the light of the world and to make disciples, disciples start somewhere. I think the church has a reputation of you can't be really in like maybe you can show up but you can't actually be in until you're a finished product or at least until you have learned how to pretend you're a finished product mm, that's good mm, i agree a thousand percent and i love the examples you brought up that, you described that perfectly you said that much better than what i just said that's exactly right yeah that's exactly right and the idea is that absolute freedom is ironically a, a kind of bondage that limit, right limits, wrong limits are, are, are always a bondage, but right limits actually allow you to flourish and to, uh, to, to live to purpose that you have been designed for. But absolute freedom is, is crushing. It's, uh, it, it, it eats at us. <laughs> It's very easy to maintain even a conservative view of sexuality while still respecting people who outright defy that view. Yeah, sit on. But Dave, if I were to ask you to envision your ideal chair, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, it wouldn't be a chair at all. It would be a couch. <laughs> And efficiency is a, a fine value, but from a Christian perspective, it always has to be subservient to the higher values. So, so one, loving God, and two, loving your neighbor. And, the, and what I try to talk about in the book is the, the way in which uh, efficiency has actually usurped almost all of those values. So it's not uncommon, like if, you, if you're like, okay, I've got to take this day off of work to go help my friend, you'd probably feel guilty. You'd probably feel like, this is really... Should I be doing this? You know, like. 
The things that our world says are beautiful and worthy are not all that is beautiful and worthy. Um, and so you can start to see the humanity and the image of God in others when, when you're forced to look. But I think so many of us have the option of not looking, and so we don't. And so I think uh, we miss out on that. We feel like we're protecting ourselves, but I think we're actually missing out on so much that, that God has for us. Mm, that's good. That, you described that perfectly. You said that much better than what I just said. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm, I agree a thousand percent. And I love the examples you brought up. I agree with you. I tend to be very sarcastic. In fact, my husband and I were having a conversation this morning about not being super pleased with the way one of our children was talking to us. And I said to him, but she's mimicking the way we talk to each other. You know, she's trying to get in on the joke. She's trying to use that sarcasm. It, it doesn't, it comes off as disrespectful with her, but it's because, because we have modeled that for her. It is hard and it is a challenge, but I think like you said about uh, seeing the, uh, the potential of a city like New York, uh, I see the potential of Christians who disagree being united under the name of Christ. Uh, the potential of that to a world that so easily isolates and divides into interests and uh, political tribes and whatever else. The church can actually be the diverse body that we're called to be, then I think I see the potential of that. And it is hard, but that potential <laughs> makes it worth it to, to chase after. That, you described that perfectly. You said that much better than what I just said. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm, that's good. Mm, I agree a thousand percent. And I love the examples you brought up. Make sure you're subscribed today and check out patreon.com slash thinkingoutloudpod.